Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. From today through to Saturday, Rotorua's Pukita Fero Park will hold uh, play host to the return of New Zealand Rugby League secondary school competition after a three-year hiatus. Back in 2018, Kelston boys won the Premiership final 16-14 over St Paul's and Howard College won the Development final 16-10 over Only Hunger High. Now there's uh, an explosion of new schools competing for the first time, plus a girls' championship and under-15 boys' competition has also been introduced. Sounds like exciting times for rugby league at school level. And joining us now is uh, New Zealand Rugby League's General Manager of Football and High Performance, Kiwi's great Motutoni. Honour to have you on the show, Motutoni. Uh, what, an, uh, what a uh, really um, perfect time to be having this tournament back after a couple of years uh, with the, the growth and development of rugby league so paramount in this country. Yeah, th- firstly, thank you for having me. And definitely, it's, um, it's something that our, our rangatahi, um, you know, boys and girls have been waiting for for a long time. So it's just a great opportunity for them to be able to participate in this week's tournament. Okay, uh, Motu, let's, let's uh, look at the tournament compared to what it was last year. More competing teams, so um, how, how's it going to work this time around? Well, we've split it into uh, still a pool play, and we brought it down to uh, Rotorua to try and give the teams from around uh, New Zealand a chance to you know, attend our, our National Secondary Schools Championship. So we're, we're delighted that we've got teams from, uh, from Christchurch, St. Thomas, we've got St. Bernard's from, from Wellington, and then a mix of schools from you know, the usual schools from Auckland that participate. So we're, we're quite happy. But the other thing that gives us you know, uh, great optimism is the attendance of our, our female schools, and that's an area that we're going to look to grow, and uh, it's something that's going to take off because there's so many opportunities in our uh, female space at the moment. We've got, also got national youth tournaments, which follow in October for our, our young women at under-16s and under-18s age groups. So it's uh, a lot of rugby league opportunities for both our young men and women uh, throughout this year. There are two composite teams competing as well, uh, Taikura and uh, Te Oraka uh, Kairangi. Uh, tell us a wee bit more about uh, that concept and what New Zealand Rugby League is hoping to achieve there. Yeah, we just felt that uh, you know some schools around um, yeah, around the Motu they, they they wanted to attend the tournament but couldn't actually uh, have you know, full school teams themselves. So we thought that rather than take an opportunity away from these schools, we can actually bring them together and have them play together. And also just the cultural experience that these schools brings, but they get a chance to attend our national second schools championships. And who knows in the, in the coming years, they could attend, you know, themselves as their own school. So that was the thought process behind getting these composite schools to attend our secondary schools championship this year. 
Mototoni, also, of course, you've got uh, schools like Tauranga Boys College uh, competing. Uh, a number of schools where rugby has traditionally been, rugby union, I say, has been traditionally their number one option. That also uh, seems to be quite exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, you know, I mentioned St. Thomas earlier. We've got Rotorua Boys High, who will be playing uh, at 11.45 against De La Salle. So, you know, even, um, you know, Mags, strong rugby school in Auckland, as well as um, St. Paul's, who won the 1B championship in Auckland this year. So we've got a lot of schools that have a strong presence of uh, rugby players, but there's also a lot of leagueies that are mixed in, and it's just great to have some of those schools like St. Thomas and also Rotorua Boys High playing in their, what you'd, you'd say is their tournament, because we're in their backyard. So it's exciting for our competition, but also for, for these young men and young women that they get to play teams from outside of Auckland, or outside side of around New Zealand uh, at this event. In terms of the coaching of, of these sides, and now are these being done by uh, school staff uh, or outside influence uh, in, in general? It's a, it's a mixture of both. Um, you know, St Paul's, who have been long dominant, uh, you know, they've got a, uh, a group of teachers and old boys, and you'll find that that'll be consistent uh, around the schools that uh, you've got uh, teachers mixed in with either old boys or old girls, and parents, you know, so that's that's a positive for us. Um, you know, there are a lot of uh, players who've um, who've played at a high level, or uh, both in the community game, but also NRL. De La Salle have uh, George Carmont, uh, who played for Samoa, NRL and Super League. There's also Lisa Amal, and then there's guys that played at a high level in the community, like Junior Few, uh, Francis Ledger, who are also helping out St Paul. So it's a combination of um, you know uh, parents old boys and old girls and also people that have played at, at a high level whether it's in the community or the professional game Also uh, Mototoni there is uh, an under 15 boys invitational for the first time that kicks off uh, later in the week on Friday uh, what about the quality of football from that age group and the participation level? Yeah, it's, it's great to see that, um, you know, it's just the, the local schools have been given an opportunity to play in an under-15s invitational. And it's just another segue into, uh, we had our our National Nines run for the first time at the beginning of this year, which was great because we had a, a lot of attendance from around the country, even the South Island with Otago, uh, Southland. So there were some, some teams that participated that wouldn't normally participate so the under 15s invitational tournament is just another segue into some of the the events that we're looking to run for our younger people at the under 16s level but also it gives them a chance to again to uh, be connected and to be engaged in playing rugby league in the past um, this is the uh, age group really where uh, you know the 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 overseas scouts, the Australian uh, NRL team scouts have been standing around on the sidelines and just uh, getting their notebooks out and, and starting to look at uh, players. Do you expect that uh, to be the case uh, this week in uh, Rotorua? Uh, do, you, do you feel as if there will be people with uh, very much with their eyes on the development of this tournament? Yes, definitely. Um, you know, over the years... You know, the, the Roger Tuivasa Sheikhs, the Simon Mannerings, you know, they've been spotted at our national secondary schools competition. So, and COVID, uh, you know, gave an opportunity for, you know, NRL clubs in Australia to, to strengthen their Kiwi network. So you might not see people traveling specifically from Australia to come to watch our, our secondary schools tournament, 
but you'll probably find that uh, the NRL clubs in Australia will have uh, New Zealand designated scouts that will be keeping an eye on the talent here. And the other thing is that it applies to both boys and girls now because mm-hmm. there's a strong demand for female talent with the expansion of the NRLW and just the growth of the, the, the top level of the female competition in Australia. And, you know, the other thing that sort of helps the female game is the... You know, the emergence of the uh, the Kiwi Ferns, you know, who will be travelling to uh, to the UK later this year to play in the uh, the Rugby League World Cup. So, you know, the female game is providing a lot of opportunities for, for our young female, but also those who are who are at the senior age at the moment. Uh, we're talking to uh, Motu Tony, of course, uh, former Kiwi great, uh, New Zealand Rugby League's uh, general manager of football and high performance, which, of course, starts at this level, uh, which also um, leads me to my next question is uh, about the Warriors. What kind of uh, what kind of communication, what kind of relationship do you have with the Warriors? Bearing in mind, of course, that uh, next year the Warriors will have uh, a team in the SG Ball Cup, the New South Wales Cup, which covers um, uh, under-19 level. So do you have a, a pathway, a, a designated pathway into our very own NRL club? Yes, we do. And we've, we've got a, a strong... Uh you know, connection and relationship with the, um, you know, Tony Iro and Grant Pocklington and um, Athens Hanare who look after the, the academy for the Warriors. And, and it needs to be strong, you know, ourselves, the Auckland Rugby League. And, you know, we, uh, we run our national youth tournaments and also the schools tournament, which gives, you know, the Warriors and every other NRL club just a chance to be exposed to, you know, the young talent coming through. So there's a strong link there and we need, we need each other to be strong to, to help the game here because the Warriors are, you know, our shop window. So when they go well, you know, everybody loves rugby league and it's connected to our game. So, you know, we're, we're really glad to see that the Warriors are bringing back um, a reserve grade side and also a, uh, an SG ball side as well. So what's the missing link here, uh, Motu Tony? Well, to be perfectly honest, we're, you know, uh, I know at the end of this week, uh, you are going to sit back and, along with a lot of analysts and say, God, we've got a lot of talent in this country. You know, and you'll have earmarked a lot of young uh, individuals for big careers in rugby league, etc., both male and female. Uh, I, you can know, I know that's going to happen. Um, but, and then we don't, then it's a full stop. Uh, what, what, where do we have to repair this missing link? to make sure what you see doesn't continue on? Yeah, I think it's a, um, it's a job for you know, various organisations, including ourselves. And also, you know, there's some responsibility on, on the players as well that um, you know, we'll give them an opportunity and you know, it's up to them to try and um, you know, improve their game and to keep growing, uh, stay humble keep you know keep at it and keep working hard because there's going to be a lot of opportunities coming up for these young men um you know with the the mentioned tournaments that i that i mentioned earlier that we are putting on as a game and and also the opportunities that will come from the warriors having you know next year ball a reserve grade side and also the other opportunities that other nrl clubs will be giving these young men and hopefully young women in the future so you know there's a, a shared responsibility that we have to give these young people the best you know, preparation so when they do, um, you know, make the step up that they are prepared for it. And I think that's the thing that um, our young people aren't quite getting or weren't quite getting is just that preparation so when they do go to the Warriors, they can hit the ground running rather than having to take, you know, a couple of years, three years to to hone their their craft and to develop uh, emotionally and mentally. So when they do get an opportunity at NRL level, you know, they can take that opportunity with both hands. 
Well, it's an exciting week uh, in the development of uh, rugby league in this country, I believe, and uh, I look forward to uh, hearing about the success of it. I know it will be successful and there will be some superstars in the making, um, you can imagine. Mototoni, thank you very much. Good luck for some good weather, some good ground conditions and, and some great skills on show. Been a pleasure talking to you. Have a great week. Thank you, and thank you for having me on the, on the show. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.